Hey, it's Chris Wendelkin, and this is On the Line, a new podcast where I talk with friends living around the country about all things NBA basketball, uh, life, culture, politics, gambling, whatever else I feel like talking about in a given week. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you're new to the show, you can tweet at us uh, at OnTheLine underscore pod. That's at on the line underscore pod. You can send us NBA questions. You can send us real life questions. You could send us fantasy questions about your team uh, at on the line pod at gmail.com. That's on the line pod at gmail.com. Last, if you could please rate, review, and subscribe to the show in iTunes or wherever you get podcasts, it's greatly appreciated, especially for a new podcast uh, trying to get a little traction on the internet. My guest today is uh, a good friend of mine, Lucas Kavner. Lucas is a uh, actor and writer living out in Los Angeles. He currently is on staff for The Jim Jeffries Show on Comedy Central and is a sketch performer and is in my fantasy basketball league and is a huge, diehard Los Angeles Clippers fan, so I am very curious to, uh, to give Lucas a call. Yo. Hey, buddy. Big man on campus. <laughs> uh, on the line, my good buddy living out in Los Angeles, Lucas Kavner. Lucas, how are you? Good man. How's your uh, constantly fluctuating New York weather? Um, you know, it's currently 67 degrees. And, uh, yeah, it just makes no sense, man. It makes no sense. It was like, uh, 10 days ago, it was, uh, subliminal. Like you couldn't walk outside without getting like wind burn. It was miserable. There was snow, there was ice. (laughs) And today, yeah, it's like the polar ice caps are melting. And yeah, it's a nightmare. It's absurd. What the hell's going on? I don't know. What's the, uh, what's the weather out by you? 70 degrees. Everything's perfect. Actually, it's been cold. It was 37 degrees this morning. What is, what? 37 degrees? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that that? It's like we're in a LA cold front. Do you, are you like scraping, are you scraping ice off the windshield of your car? Absolutely not. Not even (laughs) a touch of ice. Uh, Uh, Not even. And then it warms up to 60 by 11 o'clock. Of course. Of course. This is just morning and night fills. So the last time I talked to you, weren't you in San Diego or uh, La Jolla or something? Yes, so my wife is doing a play in San Diego. Still happening. Still going for another two weeks. Oh, wow. We have a six-month-old child that she has with her in the the La Jolla. So I've been going back and forth. At like artist housing, she has a a six-month-old baby. That's right. Oh, God. <laughs> and you've so been commuting? We come, we come home in our day, day off, and it's like our house in L.A. is like a mansion that is like pure <laughs> ecstasy to arrive at. Even like an extra room feels like some sort of extreme, like, uh, yeah. ecstatic luxury. pleasure. <laughs> yeah, luxury. Uh, yeah. Wow. So she's doing the play for another few more weeks? Yeah, just a couple more weeks. Okay. So home stretch. Home and y- stretch. you're in, uh, you're still writing on the Jim Jeffrey show, right? Yeah, we've been off actually. So I've been able to go down okay. a little bit more than I would have. So we're off till we go back March 5th. What's, so we go back. What's La Jolla? What's La Jolla like? Uh, I know well, about the seals. You, La Jolla is, yeah. So there's the seals. Uh-huh. San Diego is not, uh, is not a good city. 
Crest. Really? It's, Tell me it more. It is the Fort Lauderdale of California. Oh no! And, and I realize I just alienated you know, you know, your many you know, Fort Lauderdale oh. and San Diego listeners. My whole San Diego fan base just, <laughs> just jumped off a cliff. It's just like old That's white Lucas Kavner at gmail dot com. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's just it's a it's like a weird combination of like old white yeah. golfers yeah. and like fratty college people and yeah. then like it's it's just like this weird mix it's it's just there's no there's no what is it like it's just it's yeah. just a bunch of stuff it doesn't yeah. feel like any there's any sort of you know you've so many great california cities it's just mm-hmm. as far as california cities go I, I just okay. i don't give it a i don't give it a big thumbs up although there is a nice seal beach all right with seals well that you can you can play with <laughs> well while we're on the uh while we're on the topic of toxic culture uh uh-huh. i figured you know you write for the jim jeffrey show which is uh tell me if i'm describing this correctly it's uh considered like a late night news satire is that totally accurate? yeah it's very much like jim's jim's version of the sort of long form john oliver okay. style uh, news show. Yeah. So being a, you know, being a big NBA fan and kind of having your, also having like your finger on the pulse of current events and late night stuff. I'm wondering like, did you have, or did you keep up with the whole like Laura Ingram story the past week between LeBron and Kevin oh, yeah. Durant and Laura Ingram? And I'm just wondering uh-huh. like, do you have an opinion about this? I mean, to kind of recap for the people listening who maybe aren't familiar with what I'm talking about really quick, LeBron and KD made this video for uh, uninterrupted with Carrie Champion, who's a host on ESPN and basically in the video, she was kind of asking the guys about their thoughts on leadership and what it meant to be African-American men in the age of Trump and, um, you know, like what the political climate was like for them. And basically, LeBron was just saying that it's a really difficult time and that Trump's like a really poor leader and that he's sort of become numb to the the racism, what he feels is racism uh, of the president. And Laura Ingram basically said that he needed to shut up and dribble. And she also said, this is what happens when you leave high school a year early and go directly into the NBA. Right, exactly. So She also was like, her, her defense was, in defense, I've, I've said this before, I have a book called Shut Up and Sing, and I've said <laughs> shut up and act, and I've said oh, shut up and like uh-huh, work uh-huh. Uh, like a dance uh-huh. and I, it's like oh so it's no, not just about thing yeah. i just tell people to shut up and do whatever right. it yeah. is they do and not have an opinion on anything incredible. i mean it's incredible it's, it's insane man i mean like the the very like the fact that the irony is not lost on these people who who's i mean like everyone's said a version of this but it's like yeah they're fucking their president <laughs> president's the host of the apprentice yeah exactly he, he, what does that even mean anymore? like how is like, he there qualified is no to separation speak. right it's right. like I guess if you I guess their opinion is if you've like put up the money to run for office, you're allowed to talk about politics. But then like their entire fan base is people who are just talking about politics and aren't politicians. They bring on Ted Nugent and, and yeah. like a child with a MAGA hat to talk about politics. I mean, like it is the most unbelievably direct irony and insane statement that you could possibly make from a Fox News host who is literally supporting like the guy from Home Alone 2 as their president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also it's just like people can turn on and off whatever they want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like all the more reason that people in the public eye should be saying what they feel they want to say. You know, be if you're an athlete, musician, writer, business person, executive, like it's just uh, the whole thing is so stupid. But I, I, I'm just sort of 
amazed a little bit, but also not totally surprised about like just the inherent racism uh, in what oh, she yeah. was saying, like kind of implying that these two athletes, I mean, like you can't sort of erase the fact that it's like these are two African-American men that she's saying are unqualified to speak or have an opinion about like the leader of the free world or current events. And it, there's something like so implicitly racist and offensive about it. Um, yes, but, always. Yeah. Always the ra- most racist thing they could say. Also, <laughs> like digging at him for not going to college when yeah the entire conservative platform used to be like you don't need like liberal colleges are just adhering to liberal right. principles and they should teach them a trade and like he's literally like he did the, the most conservative thing you could have possibly done and in, in terms of like actual conservative ideology and the fact that he like had a trade he was really good at it like decided to get exactly. paid yeah money to go do it yeah so if you're gonna drag him for that that also makes absolutely no sense it has nothing to do with any sort of principle that you hold yeah previously it's just yeah yeah, i think like now more than ever people have uh kind of like a responsibility if if they feel it you know like to totally say stuff man because like if you're in a position of power especially if you're a minority you cannot like turn a blind eye to the, some of the stuff that's going on. So I good on LeBron and good on Durant. Yeah. You know that that's my. And that's why the sense. that's why we another reason we like the NBA. We so love much right the now, NBA. Yeah. I mean, in terms of just not only are they speaking their mind and doing so intelligently and you know blatantly uh, you know re- rebuking the president and feeling okay about it, but it's also that they you know it's a league that actively supports their players doing that as yeah. opposed to. The, others where i feel like there is still they're being silenced yeah 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 yeah, yeah. you know he's adam silver's actively like no we want you to say stuff totally totally Um, yeah and that's great all right it's not gonna be all boring politics stuff and serious stuff so uh good yeah (laughs) that's not why i called you lucas i want to talk about the clippers your team so Uh, you grew up i guess between uh if i remember correctly dallas and los angeles right Yep. Okay. But like you're, you consider the Clippers like the team that you root for. I did. I, I, but I did it in the last, I'm like a fair weather fan of the Clippers because when I moved back to LA, my brother was working for them. So I was going to a lot more games. Yeah. Yeah. And I just became a sort of begrudge, like, you know, I just like the Clippers are the hardest team to be a fan of (laughs) sports. (laughs) So ridiculous. (laughs) Because it's not even like, they're not even like a legacy team. There's no No. sort of like, Ah, the good old days of the Clippers. Of the Clippers. It's solely based on like. Wait, aren't the Clippers from? Good. Aren't they originally from San Diego? The, the, the town yeah, just shit yeah. all over. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, those Clippers. Uh, interesting point, Chris. You make <laughs> the team I root for is from the city I hate. <laughs> All right, so the Clippers make this blockbuster deal on January 29th. They trade Blake Griffin to the Pistons for Avery Bradley, Tobias Harris. Boban Marjanovic and a first and second round draft pick. I guess I'm just wondering from you as a fan of the team, what your, you know, like a little bit of the Clippers state of the union, what you're thinking, like Mm -hmm. it must be a weird time to be a Clipper fan. It's very much like a time of transition, right? Yeah. It's very much a time of transition. I think everybody, when that trade went down, freaked out for about like three hours. It was very much like all the Clippers people I follow or like, yeah. <laughs> were like, what? No, 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 no. And it was just like <laughs> shock. 
complete. I mean, it was. It was a pretty wild, as far as NBA surprises go. I mean, it hadn't even. It's been, just like they, no one had even mentioned it. That yeah, it would they, I mean, he was the face of the franchise. You know, it's like that movie. Was it Face Off with Nick Cage, where they like rip off the guy's face? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, they have to rip off his face from that weird Staples Center banner <sighs> um, that they've changed every year anyway. Wait, so have you? Years. You've been you've been to a Clipper game since they traded him, right? Since they traded Blake. Yeah, yeah. So who's on I the banner? Like, who are on the banners now? Is it Tobias um, Harris? It's Tobias Harris. Oh, Jesus. Avery Bradley, yeah. I think. Uh-huh. Um, Lou Williams is like the center of the uh-huh. banner with DeAndre. Sam Decker. Uh, uh, old yeah. Austin Rivers <laughs> made, made the banner. <laughs> Jesus. I think he was on the banner at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Austin Rivers. Incredible. Um, and so it's it's a, it is a weird time, but weirdly, I was really liking the Clippers for the like three weeks before they traded Blake. I, know. I thought they were like really roughing it, and just a, they were fun again. And it did feel like you know they're not. Yeah. I mean, that's the problem though. They're not going to win. You know, they're not going to beat the Warriors. Like their best case scenario is being like a fifth or sixth seed in the playoffs. Yeah, totally. You know, totally. like with. Blake and I Griffin, understand yeah. why you yeah. don't want to do that forever. Yeah. And it was a good trade. I mean, like I feel pretty good about that trade, even yeah. though I liked Blake. But Blake was also part of this whole thing that everybody drags the Clippers on forever anyway of being just like kind of like whiny yeah. you know like whiny him and Clippers. Chris Paul together yeah. they were just they were yeah. floppy and whiny and they never looked like they were having fun and I know miserable I mean even DeAndre like of the three of them looked like at least he could enjoy himself on yeah. the court sometimes like yeah. Blake and CP never looked like they were enjoying the work that they were doing <laughs> uh, so I feel like at least that part of it was gone and they seemed to be good and I actually really like Tobias Harris yeah I think he's great He's from Long he's Island. Fun. He seems. Oh yeah, he is from Long yeah. Island, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Went to yeah. school in. Also, love that Donovan Mitchell is from Greenwich, Connecticut. Connecticut. We were talking about what? This. I know. Literally, I know. like Great. the whitest town, <laughs> preppiest in America. Like yeah, just yeah. uber rich, like just the whitest of the, the San Diego, white, the San Diego like, of hedge the East. Fund. Yes, a hundred percent. Just like hedge fund children. Yeah. I was couldn't believe that. I read that after when he was in the dunk contest. I was like, Greenwich? Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's interesting <laughs> about the Clippers being like the fifth seed. We were saying like, you know, if they kept Blake, what's the best case scenario? Maybe it's them being like the fifth or sixth seed in the playoffs, which is basically what the Patrick Ewing Knicks were of my childhood. Mm-hmm. And I've had this mm-hmm. debate with friends before about like, if you have a team that you know is good, but not great, would you still want to ride it out or would or should you just like blow it up? And I have to say, I wouldn't trade those Ewing Knicks teams. They were fun. We had like good memories. We always lost to the Bulls. There was like never a chance we were gonna beat the Bulls. But it was fun and I, I don't know. I can understand if Clippers fans weren't um we're kind of bummed about losing Blake. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because, you know, on the one hand you have blow ups that you know, they, you know, you blow something up, it takes like four or five years. You know, that's a long time yeah. where you're just sort of waiting for just it. I mean, look at toiling. the Kings and the Suns. Oh, and the, yeah, and it doesn't I mean, always work like out. brutal, yeah. constant <laughs> lottery picks. Like, there it's are teams like, that draft poorly, like the Magic. Yeah, Yeah, like, totally. look at the Orlando Magic. They traded Dwight, and they're like, all right, well, let's just tank and be bad and 
they're still really bad, like seven, six, seven years later, whatever it is. Yeah, terrible. And they just keep getting, you know, third or fourth pick. Right. And it's and like, the same just sort not of... not working out. You know, yeah, it doesn't work out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, so many years now of, like, teams getting draft picks and everyone talking about the draft being yeah. the all end all, but it's clear that, like, you know, the biggest picks of the last year, you know, you don't know. It's like the seventh pick, I know. the 15th pick. It's always that guy. And the guy. 20th pick are yeah. the big people. And you just, it's never, it's rarely... Yeah. Like Paul George, I think Paul George was like in the teens or he, you know, he was like the ninth pick. It's not the guy that went like number one overall, number two overall. Draymond second round, DeAndre second round. I mean, like a lot of people are second round picks versus, so I don't, I just don't feel like, like banking your season on getting, you know, just these people that are completely untested is necessarily the right thing also the clippers like i don't know but it does seem like they're being run by two sort of management structures now or clearly like steve barber their owner wants to win right still and then jerry west is probably like yeah well you know we should probably get rid of you know he probably wanted to trade lou and deandre and just get a whole bunch of new people but i don't know i don't want to wait like five more years for them they sucked for so long (laughs) that it seems like now you know you're a passable decently fun team you know you work hard you know the players seem to like each other yeah like you don't want to completely ruin that just yeah are they building are they building a stadium did that did that go through there so it hasn't like whispers of it they're actively yeah there's whispers of it i mean bomber wants a stadium right Um, and they've talked about like you know there was one thing about uh you know them using the forum again okay um but I don't. I think you know he wants a new stadium in Inglewood. That's sort Jesus. of like yeah. the idea. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think it's a good thing for the club. I mean, they they need you they know, need they their need own something. identity. Like yeah, they're just like yeah. in the Lakers' shadow so much. I don't know yeah, the how fans you are not fix great that. at the games either. Yeah. It's like <laughs> a very sort of lukewarm reception. Even Tobias Harris at the All Star game, they yeah. were like. He got like the coldest reception of any three point people. I was like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like 20 Clippers fans who can pretend to be excited to see Tobias. <laughs> just like not good. All right. So yeah. you're seven and three over the last 10 games, mm-hmm. and you're a half game behind the Pelicans for the eighth seed. I don't know. Maybe this is like kind of a scrappy team that can snag the eighth seed. The, the, the roster is Pat Bev, Avery Bradley, Sam Decker, Juwan Evans, Danilo Gallinari, Montrez Harrell, Tobias Harris, Wesley Johnson, DeAndre, Boban, Austin Rivers, Milos, Sindarius Thornwell, Tyrone <laughs> Wallace. Who are these guys? CJ Williams and Lou Williams. Look, man, it is a goofy-ass team. <laughs> it's a goofy-ass team. Lou Williams but, on that sweet, sweet contract extension, huh? Yeah, man, that's good. I like that. I, yeah. I mean, I love Lou Williams. Yeah. I'm, like, all in on Lou Williams, even though he's, like, 31. And who knows <laughs> if he can do it, repeat what he's done this year again. But also, you know, you got, like, seven guys on that roster who can score in double digits every night. Yeah. Like, more than five. You know, you is got, like, Danilo all the five playing? starters are doing is, it. Is Gallinari, like, yeah, healthy? Gallinari's yeah. back. He's doing great. Okay. Like, he's, like, yeah. putting up, like, 20, you know, most nights. He's, he's five always rebounds, good. It's points. just, like, he'll, yeah. you know, he, he only plays, injured. like, 50 games a year. That's, like, the issue. Yeah. <laughs> no, a ridiculous idea to sign him to a huge <laughs> contract. Completely ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And with Blake, what, what the hell were they thinking? Like two just unbelievably injury prone guys being like the two and four placement on your banner is just like bonkers. That's but, the Clippers. Yeah. Yeah, just bonkers. Classic Clippers. Classic Clippers banner. Mm. Uh but they uh they're doing you know, they got guys who can score. Uh I think, you know, I think the the trade was good. I like, you know, Montrez is 
a beast and yeah, really fun to he's watch. He's really good. Yeah. So is DeAndre a, a free agent in the off season? Do you know? Yeah, he'll probably go right. So you want to do you, like? I guess I'm curious. Do you want to see the team go young and kind of pair off some of the vets? Yeah. Or yeah, I yeah. kind of do. Okay. I think like keeping DeAndre doesn't do like they don't know, need. It doesn't get you a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't they don't need, need to, to just gut like, the team. Yeah. throw everybody out, but I do feel like let DeAndre go sign with somebody else. Right. Right. I mean, yeah. I feel like it's like, well, Harold, I mean, he's a great rebounder, but he can't, you know, some nights he'll just go like 1.17 rebounds. Right. I feel and, like Harold can like step in and do totally. 80% of what DeAndre does for much less money, and you have yep. the cap space to go, I don't know, do something else. Yeah, he can't pull down the boards that DeAndre can, but he can. He's a better. I I would argue that he is a better scorer. He definitely like has a like you know he has a hook shot. He has you know he's able to shoot it from more than three inches away from the basket. <laughs> Jesus, unlike DeAndre. Yeah, you know DeAndre also can't catch like normal passes. Like he can he can <laughs> do an alley oop, but if somebody just bounce passes it to him in the lane, he drops his it, like, like hands forget how to catch. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's a weirdly uh, just sort of clumsy dude. I mean, yeah. obviously that's the case with a lot of giant, gigantic men. men. <laughs> like, but do I do feel tall, like anything you want how how tall is Boban? Do we know he's like seven seven three seven three? Have yeah. we seen him in a Clipper uniform no. yet? <laughs> no. I think he's been in the uniform. I don't think he's had. Oh. Like, maybe he's had two minutes. On the Dude, court. I cannot wait for him to get prime minutes. I would love yeah. to see Boban on an eighth seed Clipper team in the playoffs playing crunch time. That was like, oh, I would love it. Make yeah, DeAndre my day. goes down. Bring yeah. in Boban. <laughs> bring in Boban. Uh, the whole team goes down because Boban, Cinderius, yeah. Thornwell, <laughs> Billy <laughs> Crystal's fired up. All the Clipper fans are going nuts and. Staples Billy Center. Crystal, oh, yeah. Makes Crystal steps in. Yeah. Our one celebrity fan. <laughs> um, did you watch the All Star game? Yeah, I watched uh, most. I think I watched the the sec the full second half. I think I watched like I, I watched the beginning of the first quarter and well, I should say I watched the pregame. Did you watch? Uh, yes, I oh, watched Jesus that insane Christ. Kevin Hart musical. Like what? What happened? Rob Riggle, Queen Latifah. I, God bless. These are all very funny, talented people. But I don't or, know. It was what. one of two things that happened with that. Yeah, I think it was like either the NBA had some dumb idea. It's like let's just do a thing about Kevin wants to be a basketball player. Uh-huh. And like, they forced sort of parameters on some writers or they just were like, Kevin, do whatever you want. And yeah. he came up with and he did. weird ass. Idea. And he did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Be- between that and the Fergie national oh, anthem boy. where like people were just cracking up. I was like, that was disastrous. Uh, though. Yeah. That, that was like that Roseanne was, level bad. Yeah. That was a problem. That would, that Fergie thing was a problem to the point was where it she, jazz? I was don't she, like, even know, man. Holiday she was like riffing and it, it was just even not good to the point where she released a, like a formal apology. I don't know if you saw that. The other day on Twitter, she like no. actually apologized for the way the anthem went, and that kind of broke my heart. You know, I mean, she's just trying her best out there, but the game itself was actually pretty interesting. Um, I watched the fourth quarter, and it was like, it was crazy. I don't think I've ever seen a All Star game of in any sport where people like cared about playing defense. Um, and yeah. Down the down the line in the fourth quarter it was like actually pretty intense. Like LeBron and Steph were going at it, and 
Yeah, was, LeBron almost had a triple double in an All Star game. Insane. Which is very weird. Yeah. Um, did you see any of the the stuff on Saturday, the skills challenge or the three point thing or the slam dunk? I contest? watched. Um, I watched highlights of the slam dunk, and then yeah. I, I watched the three point contest. What did you think of the slam dunk contest? So I think it was it was. Uh, who are the contestants? Dennis Smith, uh, Donovan, Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, Oladipo, Oladipo, and the guy from the Cavs, Larry Nance Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nance. Yeah, yeah. Nance yeah. was very serious. Yes. I guess he was the, the pressure of having your dad, His dad in the there. row. Yeah, yeah. What do you think? What do you think of the Mitchell dunks? They were good. They yeah. weren't like I think unreal. The internet was sort of uh, a little underwhelmed when. Yeah, they were kind of underwhelmed. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I actually thought that Nance. Uh, yeah, I think Nance thing. Nance Nance won the internet, and uh, Donovan yeah. Mitchell won the actual dunk contest. But well, he was having more fun in the moment. Nance was just too like just he wasn't what, celebrating himself. Isn't that kind of like what the slam dunk contest is? Like kind of being an idiot and just yeah, like, just be insane. Yeah, like put yeah, on a yeah. goofy thing on your body and yeah. do some weird stuff and jump yes. over some people. And that's what we want. Hype up the crowd, like jump over a car. Yeah, do all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Nance Nance like did his. His uh, his like backboard ball thing, and then he was just like, "That was hard. That was hard. What I did was hard." <laughs> I he love was, the like, reaction. You literally saw him tell the judges, "That was hard. What I did." Was I hard. love the reaction after that <laughs> when, like, you know, because you saw the dunk in real time, and you're like, "Oh yeah, that was cool." But they only you only really understood the the degree of difficulty when they when you, you watch it in slow mo, and all the announcers flipped out. They're like, "Oh, he threw it off the backboard." <laughs> yeah. It's like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah." I guess that is. Yeah, because he wasn't yeah. selling it well. Yeah, he exactly. Was, he was too. He was too stone faced. Too humble. Yeah. Too humble. You got to be crazy in those slam dunks. Yeah. Man. So I've Put been, uh, I, you know, like we're totally without NBA the last few days. Like this is, this no, is the tragedy hard. of the all-star break is that like idiots like us are just, we have nothing to do on like random Tuesday nights. <laughs> I know. And it's so, so sad. I know. It's so pathetic. I've been like texting my friends, like, what are you watching? Like literally what does one watch on like a Tuesday at seven o'clock at night? I know I'm weirdly getting more addicted as the years go on in NBA to the point where, I'm and I think desperate. League Pass is what's been doing it. Yeah. Like, oh, for sure. For now sure. there's so many fun teams you can watch. There's like a good player. I there's know. at least somebody worth watching on, on every almost team. every team. I know. I know. So it's just like you can you can be entertained watching you know a quarter of a 76ers yeah, game. Yeah. Let's just you pop know, whereas, into Salt Lake City for half an hour. <laughs> like let's know, see what's I going know. on there. It's yeah. very strange. Yeah. It's a strange time. Well. I've had, I've, I've had all this downtime uh, the last couple of days. And so I stumbled across this article on Sports Illustrated uh, by Andrew Sharp. And he was kind of debating um, the 10 worst teams with the brightest future. And I'm curious if you have an opinion about any of these teams. But he kind of ranked them as Lakers, Bulls, Mavericks, Suns, Magic, Knicks, Grizzlies, Hawks, Nets, Kings. Do you have an opinion about like the shittiest teams in the league. If you if you could pick one of these teams and their roster, who would you take? Would it be You're kind of a Bulls guy, aren't you? I'm Bulls, man. Yeah. I just think they're so when they're when they were on that like two-week win streak yeah. that they had, yeah. they were a blast, man. Pre and they just Chris also, Dunn concussion. Yes. They were just like that was that was sort of a fun they just have the best pieces of all yeah. of them that I think in like two years. In two years I think you could see Chris Dunn and Laurie Markin in, in the All Star game, or Zach Levine. Yeah, you know, take your pick. I just think like 
any of those three guys could be superstars. And yeah. you're looking at three three of them who are basically in their first year of getting huge minutes. Yeah. And were able to take the Bulls past some pretty good teams for like two weeks. And they basically never all even played together because Zach Levine had just come back. Yeah. So now if you have a healthy Levine, you got, you know, those three guys healthy. Bobby Portis is good. I think they're going to miss, they're, they're missing Miritich right now just because he right. was doing well, he great got, for him. <laughs> well, he got traded too. Miritich got, yeah, traded, got traded to the Pelican. Yeah. But Mark, yeah, but at least the Bulls got Omer Asik out of Oh, it. Jesus Christ. The corpse, <laughs> the corpse of Omer Asik. Mark, I mean, Mark looks great. He just looks like Man, a bona fide so star. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, tr- I tried to trade him. I tried to trade for him in our league. I tried to get him from you. Yes, and, he does. Yeah. And to, I, to know about I almost did it, but I just couldn't, you know, there's a couple people who I should have probably traded in our fantasy league that yeah. I, that I just like watching selfishly. So then you're like, man, eh, it's so I want to watch him. It's so funny when you start <laughs> making personal decisions that are not in the best interest of your fantasy team. <laughs> it's like, I but I like watching this team. I, 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 I don't, I don't want to give up on this guy. I had to actually, but that's had half that. the fun of fantasy is like picking up some rando dude who you suddenly, you know, realize you enjoy watching him. From me, that was Milos. It was like I, I just I, I like the idea of having Milos on my team, knowing that he's like smoking cigarettes before the game. Smoking cigarettes, eating a plate of goulash. <laughs> uh, brings me such yeah. joy. Brings me. No, such I love. Joy. I love. Markinen's also like. I mean, he j- he looks like a skier, like yes. he, or like a combination of a skier, just Nordic and like Timberlake, yeah, circa in sync. <laughs> <laughs> well, normally we will uh, normally we talk gambling lines for the the games happening the night that we record. But since it's Wednesday, this is the podcast is coming out on Thursday, but we're recording on Wednesday. There are no games tonight, so we can uh, there aren't any gambling lines to debate. But I'm curious if you have an opinion about any of these games uh, happening tomorrow. So the Nets and the Hornets are playing. Who do you got there? Hornets? Uh, yeah, I feel like the Hornets now, since they didn't trade everybody away, are going to try and do. Make a run. Try and win for the next, you know, for the rest it. of the year because they they don't have anything <laughs> they left got to it. lose. Yeah, man, Michael Jordan's uh, so, gonna fire all their asses if they don't. Yeah, so I'll take the so I'll take the Hornets. You got the okay. Hornets. Nick's yeah. Magic. We're in uh, oh, God. in Orlando at the Amway Center. Poor Knicks, man. Twenty three and thirty six. Did you talk about the Knicks on oh, other Jesus. podcasts? I have, I have. But if you want, so you know, sad. I can give you my spiel. It's just, dude, there's they can't just they just can't get out of their own way. You know, yeah. like they have this great piece, Porzingis, and I don't know. I've spent the last two and a half years watching him and just waiting for his limbs to like snap in half. But I don't know. Maybe you know. He is so gangly. That's what just, you worry about with him I and know. Anthony Davis all the time. That's Every funny. time they jump, yeah, you wonder like when they land. Are there? I mean, like, Anthony Davis jumps snap? with his like feet facing each other. Like it's like. God. I mean, he's just like constantly. He'll just land on in any shots it's just not just like, safe how do you not crumble to the it's crowd? just not safe not anatomically no, safe bad. yeah 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 uh nicks uh, at the magic who do you like uh, i'll take the nicks all right thanks appreciate that yeah no problem. um <laughs> tnt uh game of the night we have the wizards at the Cavs. john walls Ooh, out. That'll be good. yeah that's gonna be fun who do you got? Uh, let's go. Oh, the Wizards are playing pretty well. I feel like the didn't the Cavs just have like a, a 
a huge win streak with their new guys that they lost. Since yeah, they, got they just got. The, I think they just got some mojo. The Cavs just kind of look yeah. excited about being a team again. Um, I feel like they'll come back down to earth. So post post All Star okay. break, and maybe the Wizards kind of come like out fired one. up. Yeah, because I think the Wizards now. This is like this might be the last year of the Wizards too before they oh. trade some people away. Just because oh. they haven't done. You know, they've had this core now for a few years, and so a I feel friend like they of mine, done my friend Tony, who was on the podcast last week, he he's an Akron guy, and he floated the possibility of John Wall being traded. John Wall's represented by Clutch Sports oh. being traded to the Cavs in the offseason. Keep an eye on it. I could see that because LeBron could actually deal. Clearly, everybody hates John Wall. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Apparently, he's like an asshole or something. That's right? been the consensus this year that apparently we've all learned. Just like all the teammates, you know, all the Wizards have been made since he's been out have been making all these comments yeah. like, uh, just feels good to play like a team for once. <laughs> yeah, team. nothing, nothing like that team spirit out there. A good team win. Like there's, I yeah. feel like, like Gortat. Everyone who played tonight that. was a winner on a team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 76ers. So, I, know, I could see that happening. Yeah, I don't know. 76ers at the Bulls. We're in uh, Chicago at the United Center. Who you got? Oh, let's let's give it to the Bulls, man. Let's the give Bulls. one to the Bulls. Really? Let's give, we got Chris Dunn back. We got uh, Embiid's probably tired from wow you know, long week of partying in doing LA. whatever he's doing in LA. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, we got the we got we got Dunn back to no minutes restriction here. Yeah, I'll take him. I know I'm probably wrong, but I, I all right, I'm giving it to the Bulls. And then the last game of the night is uh, oh no, two more. We have Thunder at Kings. Got to go oh, OKC here, right? Yeah, yeah. got to go OKC. And then and then the ten thirty game on TNT is Clippers at Warriors in Oracle Center. I mean, come on, I. Uh... Game set match. I don't know. The, although the the Clippers did beat the Warriors last time, uh, yeah. with with most of this new new squad. But in really? Oracle, in Oracle, long break. Warriors are on a losing streak. Probably a little ticked off. Yeah. Down down a game to the Rockets. Uh, I gotta. I gotta. I mean, you know, hard to root against my own team. But yeah. Gotta, sure. gotta go Warriors. Here. Sure. 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 We have a bunch of good games coming up on Friday. There's Bucks at the Raptors. Excited about that. And then the T Wolves. T Wolves are at the Rockets. Man, the T Wolves and the Rockets, but the T Wolves especially are playing great. I think um, they're a team I'm watching in the West to see if they can make a run. Yeah, man, now's the time. I mean, I feel like they could take the, I could, they could definitely take the third seed away from the the Spurs for sure. Um, could they? I don't know if they're they're overtaking the Rockets or the the Warriors for I, anything. No, else. yeah, I'm just curious if they can like get hot in the playoffs. And I don't know. I just want I just want the Western Conference to be competitive. And, yeah. and fun. Um, so I want to talk uh, real quick about the East and West standings. And I'm curious, in your opinion, if any of these teams can make a run at the eighth seed in the East or the West. So currently, uh, the East looks like this. One through eight is Raptors, Celtics, Cavs, Wizards, Pacers, Bucks, 76ers, and the eighth seed is the Heat. And I'm curious if you think maybe the Hornets or the Pistons can make a run at that eighth seed. Well, the Pistons want it real bad because they mean, just did all that in. huge trade, yeah. and they don't want, and they gave their first round pick to the Clippers. So who's who so, are you knocking out then? If the Pistons are making it, do you see the Heat getting? Uh, I can see the, the Heat. Sixers? I mean, the Heat were sort of like on a well coached run. Yeah. It seems like, but who do they? I mean, like you're. I mean, you can't really bank on. It's like system White basketball. Side and Drog- it's totally some system basketball. It's the same with the, you know they're very Spurs like and the yep. fact that they're able to get a lot out of people who normally would just be role players that 
you know, you wouldn't be able to bank on. So yep. I feel like I feel like it could easily knock out the Heat. I don't think the Hornets are making the playoffs. They're just too mercurial and yeah. weird. They're Dude, just sort of a weird team. They're like not fun to watch. They're... Crazy to me that the Pacers are the fifth seed in the playoffs. Bonkers? The Pacers. The, how did that happen? Is it all Oladipo? I guess, and Sabonis and uh, Miles Turner. But, I mean, I, they're just playing so far above their head. It's crazy. Nate McMillan, their coach, isn't getting more buzz for Coach of the Year. Yeah, but yeah, I, totally. I just, he should totally be getting buzz for yeah. that. Um, in the West, the uh, the rankings are currently Rockets, Warriors, Spurs, T-Wolves, Thunder, uh, Nuggets, Blazers, and the eighth seed is the Pelicans. And I'm curious if you think maybe the Jazz or the Clippers can make a run at the eighth seed or the seventh yeah, seed. Yeah, man, those, those bottom five, like five Trailbla- through Trailblazers, eight Clippers, uh, Trailblazers, Pelicans, Nuggets, they're all stacked in the bottom there. I'm, yeah, they're all separated by like one game yeah. too. I mean, the Clippers the, are the half Jazz game back. And the Clippers. Yeah, half I mean, it's one of those things seed. where you sort of don't even really want, like, as a Clippers fan, you're just like, just, you know, lose a couple. You just get a slightly better pick. <laughs> you're not, you're not doing anything in the playoffs this yeah. year. It's like, so part of you wants that, but also like, you know, who knows? I feel, I, I weirdly feel like the Nuggets are going to make a run right now. They're definitely Interesting. in the playoffs. Interesting. Um, the Blazers always manage to somehow eke, eke out a slot. Uh, the Pels, like eh, now with, with no boogie, Dude, that boogie, um, that boogie injury, like brutal, dev- devastating. Did you man. see how sad he looked oh, at the All Star game? Dude, depressing. That guy wears his heart on his sleeve more than yeah, anyone else in the league. It's so, it was just so sad. And they were really figuring it out, Anthony Davis and Boogie, like how to play that high to low game. And I feel like fun. they could have, they're the one team that weirdly could have given the Warriors a run just because they're a completely they're so different, different team. Yeah, they're just so weird. It's yeah. like no one has the personnel to match up with them. You know, like no one yeah. has two seven foot monsters. Um, yeah, who can and, put up 40 points a night. Yeah, uh, it just yeah. sucks. It sucks. Yeah, it and really that, sucks. The nature of that injury is so freaky and weird. It's like... You know who in professional sports do we know that has torn their uh, has torn their Achilles and come back to say it's like that's the injury that Dan Marino like that ended his career basically. Yeah, um, it's, it's really bad. And when bad. you're a giant giant man yeah. tearing your Achilles that you walk on every single He's day, like three hundred pound dude. You know, like yeah, two eighty. It's really rough. Pounds. Yeah, it's bad. I um, mean. Yeah, it's bad. Pels, Pels, I think won't. I, I feel like the Pels will. The Jazz are just so hot right now that it, it'll be between them and the Clippers for that eighth, eighth seed. I don't think the Pels are going to make the playoffs. I'm excited. Weirdly. I mean, this is, dude, this is the stuff that gets me fired up. Like, you know, yeah, like <laughs> watching, like, sign me up for a late night Jazz or sign me up for a late night Clippers game to see if they can make this seventh or eighth seed in the Western Conference. Like, yeah, it should God be exciting. Damn, the last couple that's weeks what gets me through the, the week. Uh, before the clinchers man yeah. it's gonna be good yeah. it's gonna be i think it's gonna come down to the wire hey vegas odds i want to talk this stuff real quick with you so currently to win the eastern conference the Cavs are favored they're plus 100 meaning if you if you went to vegas right now and you bet the Cavs to win the eastern conference if you bet a hundred dollars and you're correct you win 110 so you're not really you're not getting much much money on your return but um, I'm curious if you're interested in a, just in a fantasy world, if I can tempt you with any of these other odds to win the Eastern Conference. So right now, Boston is two to one. You interested to win the East? No, no, no. pass. The Raptors, pass. Raptors, three to one. Oh, I'll take that. That's you want a great that? Bet. That let's That's do a great it. Bet let's too. do it. 
Dude, can I interest you? Yes, can can I interest you in the Milwaukee Bucks at fifteen to one? Fifteen to one. Nah, they're not going to win the East. Though. Giannis can't get hot. He can't get. Nah, hot. he can get hot, but he, they're not going to win the East. They're too. They're not. They haven't put together a single like hot run all year. Okay. I just. I mean, it's a good bet because it's fifteen yeah. to one. But the rap, the Raptors are too. I mean, like any of those teams, man. You can't. I just don't think. I don't think the Raptors, Celtics, and Cavs can dip enough to give them the opening to grab that now all right let's look at the west so currently the warriors are to win the west the warriors are uh minus 303 so um yeah but so you lose money by betting (laughs) so you have basically you have to bet 303 dollars to win 100 basically the warriors are extreme favorites so yeah vegas says like if you want to win a hundred dollars, you have to wager three hundred and three. Um, but can I interest you, perhaps, in the Rockets at four to one? Oh yeah, you can hundred percent. Come on, baby, let's that go. Sign me bet. up. Those are two good bets. Let's I gamble. Would, I would put money on. Yeah, let's. Yes, let's get your son's college fund. Let's put it let's on the it, Rockets man. now. That's great. Let's yeah, earn I'm some money. Yeah, my wife about this now. Um, <laughs> I have uh, I have the Spurs at twelve to one. Nah. Uh, no, Wolf, the T Wolves at fifteen to one. Nah. No, I would. I, the rock. I mean, Rockets. You know, is the tripling, only one. tripling your cash on a Rockets hey, bet. Can't argue and with tripling that. your cash on a Raptors bet. Those are two good bets. Okay. Those are. If and I now, was a now to win the yeah. NBA Finals, can I interest you in any mm. of these? Mm. I have uh, the Warriors at minus two hundred. I have the Rockets at five to one. I have the Cavs at seven to one. Hmm. This, wow, the Rockets' yeah. odds are lower five. than the Cavs to win the finals. Yes, that seems bonkers. Yes, five to one. Can I interest hmm. you? Win hmm. the finals. I wouldn't take that because I don't. I don't know if I want to bet uh, the Rockets beat the Warriors in the West. Fi- uh, man, yeah, man, I know, would actually take the Cavs bet over the Rockets. Weirdly. Interesting. Yeah, it's that there's that LeBron is mad now. I know, and there's that like conundrum where we saw it a couple years ago where these guys are going to battle each other so hard in the West, by the time they get to the finals, they're beating the shit out of each other. Like when Golden State beat OKC in, what was it, 2016, and they Mm -hmm. made the finals, and they they lost to the Cavs. Part of the reason they lost to the Cavs was they had that gut-wrenching series against OKC, that seven-game series Uh where they came back. I don't know, man. I I, um, Part of me is nervous if we pick someone other than the Warriors to make the finals, that they're still going to be healthy enough and have enough energy to beat whoever comes out of the East. Yeah. The amount of energy you're going to put out to beat the, beat the war. If you're, if you're the Rockets to be, you have to beat the Warriors in a series at the end. And then, I mean like, no, yeah, I, I don't think I could, I don't think I can bet against anyone in the West other than the Warriors right. just based based solely on that. I got a couple I got a couple more for you. I know you gotta bounce in in a minute here, but MVP odds. Can I interest you in James Harden? so James Harden is minus three oh three. Again, uh-huh. meaning so you gotta wager three hundred and three bucks to win a hundred. But right. can I interest you in LeBron at two to one? Oh, interesting. Yeah, I would take that bet. Can I interest you at Giannis at 14 to 1? <laughs> 14, <laughs> baby. 
People want him to be. MVP Let's send your so kid bad. to private just, school. Fourteen to yeah, one. Yeah, it's a good odds, man. He would have to do some crazy shit in this last uh, chunk of the season, man. I know. I mean, he would have to. The Bucks would have to move up to like third or second place, maybe. I mean, I feel like they'd have to go on like a fifteen-game win streak or something, you uh, know, for that to be plausible. Uh, let me give you. How about Coach of the Year? You can I interest you in Brad Stevens? Three to one. Oh man, yeah. Is he the top odds to He's, win? Yeah, that, those are your top odds. But I got another one. I think you're going to be real interested in. Let's That's see. Dwayne Casey at four to one. Mm. Yeah, I would take Dwayne Casey over Brad Stevens based on <laughs> the the based on just the fact that I think the Celtics are about to slip a little bit uh, in the in this last. I mean, I want to I want to sprinkle Bitcoin on Quinn Snyder at seven to one. I'm interested in Nate McMillan at twelve to one. You know, Dan Tony twenty to one. Nate McMillan is a bet. I, I would I would I would you feel can get behind that. with you putting on that. Yeah, because okay. I mean, who the Pacers? Come on. Yeah. Who, who who in the world could have possibly foreseen and not and and being a, you know a force? I mean, they're beating good teams still. Um, I don't know. I would take that bet. All I right, think the this Nate is McMillan bet is this, is a good bet. All right, this is from a website called <laughs> BetOnline.ag. I want to know, Lucas. <laughs> this is a real website. <laughs> this is a real website, Lucas. Okay, great. These are odds <laughs> odds to win the White House in 2020. I have. <laughs> oh God. I I have I have Rubio at 50 to one. Andrew Cuomo at fifty to one. I have The Rock at forty to one. I have Zuckerberg. Well, the Rock's odds are better than Rubio's. Odds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, Rubio is out. They're, you know, like he's he's on on the outs. I got the okay. The Rock at forty to one. I got Zuckerberg at thirty three to one. I got Michelle Obama at thirty three to one. Cory Booker twenty five to one. Uh, Elizabeth Warren twenty to one. Bernie at fourteen to one. Pence, Mike Pence at fourteen to one, Kamala yeah. Harris twelve to one, uh, Oprah, Oprah, <laughs> Oprah's at ten to one. She's up, <laughs> she's up from twenty to one since the Golden Globes. Even though she, it, since that time, has said she is a hundred percent not running. Not nah, yeah, no, her, yeah, yeah. they bounced right up. Yeah, you saw Got that it. speech, man. You can't argue with that speech. It's, it's uh, the can, best speech of the year. Can I interest you in any of this? Do you like an Elizabeth Warren at twenty to one? I'll Do take you, a Kamala Harris at, at, at 12. twelve to one. Great, yeah, I like I would, those I would odds. Put some cash on that. I like those odds. I love her. Yeah, I think she's great, and I think she's the kind of person that could beat him. Um, and Pence, with the, in what world? Pence to run for president in twenty twenty, you got to have a very specific <laughs> of events occur. Hey man, <laughs> he's getting a little weird. Any of the blowback, so Trump has to decide he's not running. Pence, oh, Jesus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, Jesus. Hey, uh, next time, I, well, I don't know if I'll talk to you before the Academy Awards, but can I? Oh, yeah. Can, can, what I, we got? can I interest you in? Um, can I interest you maybe in Lady Bird at twelve to one? Can I interest you at Get Out at twenty to one? I have a Dunkirk at thirty three to one. I, have I the, would put a ton of cash on Get Out. On Get Out, right? Yes. Come on, yes. baby. Let's send that Lady kid Bird to private school. Not be better than the Get Out. Man, these are some good bets, man. You're going to get me addicted. To- Come on, baby. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Full on addicted to gambling right uh, next week. That's the idea. Yeah, that's a good bet. That's the idea. Of the odds, man. I would wait. What's the win? What's the best odds? Uh, well, Academy so Award? the the leader at this point is three billboards, and that's minus yeah, one thirty three. Okay. So 
yeah. you have to wager 133 bucks in order to win 100. Yeah. I'm punting on that, dude. You can't. I, I don't touch three billboards with a 10-foot pole. Um, yeah. uh, no interest. No interest. No. No. Um, no. But I like I, I I like me a get out at twenty to one. I like a twenty to one get out, man. That's Give me some that. Cash. Can That's we parlay? Can we parlay a Quinn Snyder or a McMillan with a get out and like let's a Houston a, and a Houston do, Rockets winning the here West? We go. Let's do let's do a Rockets winning the West. Yeah. Let's do a Nate McMillan. Let's do coach a get of the out. year. Yeah. And a, and a get out. Great. All right. Yeah. This is what we're going to do. I'm going to have Those you back on the pod in a couple of okay. months. We're going to see great. how this all works out. Okay, great. I'm going to call my bookie, Charles. <laughs> uh, thanks for hopping on the pod, man. I will see thanks, you Chris. in Vegas Summer League. Uh, yeah, dude. I'll talk to you oh, soon. It's going to be great. Yeah. All right. See you, buddy. Bye. All right. That was Lucas Kavner. Lucas, thanks so much for hopping on. Always great to hear your voice. My name's Chris Wendelkin. You can tweet at us at on the line underscore pod. That's at on the line underscore pod. Send me your NBA questions, your real or fantasy life questions at on the line pod at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. And I will talk to you next week. Bye.